Hello and welcome to Tools in the Shed, a podcast powered by Cars Guide, ready to rip into car stuff that's caught our eye this week. I'm James and with me is Crafty. Hello. Who's been thinking about the Goldilocks zone for off-road vehicles and equipment. And Matt. Yeah, g'day. Who's experienced a much-anticipated Korean newcomer. Mm. And will attempt to keep up with the weird and wonderful world of everyone's favourite autocrat in this week's Muskwatch. Muskwatch. So stay with us. But first of all, some feedback. Welcome as always. Thank you very much for the people that have taken the time to get in touch with us. Yeah. Sujay Mysore. Okay, Sujay Mysore, Sounds and he familiar. has in brackets afterwards L.A.M.P.Lamp, so okay. lamp. Mm-hmm. And all he says okay. is, first comment, second view, <laughs> right? So that's great, but I, I went in to find out what lamp is, yeah, yeah, yeah. and my guess, and look, correct me, Sujay, if I'm wrong, yeah. is that lamp stands for Lost Alpha Model Pack, oh, all right? Wow. So Lost Alpha is a mod for the Stalker Shadow of Chernobyl game. Oh, and wow. okay. lamp is pretty common in the world of you know those forums and where it's so very foreign to Sujay, me. Sujay must be. You've already that. confused Thank you very much. me. Yeah. Good on you, mate. Or, anyway, or keep commenting. Keep watching. A lamp, lamp. Yeah. loves a good a standard Love lamp. I love lamp. Or a bedside <laughs> lamp. Yeah, with <laughs> a halogen bulb. Yeah. He's illuminated. Um, yes. Greg Wallace. Thanks, Greg. Crikey. You've posted the Friday Shed chat early for us non-daylight saving fans, so I'm guessing he's from Queensland. Yes. Uh, uh, but also, this aligns with the Bathurst qualifying. Sorry, but I'll catch up when the Bathurst thing is done. Oh, Gregory, uh, come But on, I'm mate. looking forward to this 2020 Subaru Outback that's hitting the northern market. Details for us, please. Thumbs up. Yeah, right. So, 2020 Outback. All that was new. The story. Yeah, right. All so, new. Really, every yep. nut and bolt, completely new. Very good. If you believe Subaru, all Right, new. okay. So, Will, do you – sorry, question without notice. Yeah. Do you have uh, an idea of when it's due to arrive? believe it's January, February time next, next year. Next year, okay. Um, but we don't really know too much about it. Right. Um, it has been launched in North America already uh, and, strangely, no preview drives for anyone in Australia. Australia, okay. Considering it's a pretty popular model, a yeah. um, bit of a surprise. But uh, hopefully, hopefully it'll be here soon so we can test it on local soil and tell you all, all about right, it. All right, Greg. Yeah, rest assured we'll be onto it as soon as we can. Taylor Quinn, now we had a discussion last week about mm. Facebook pages and um, <laughs> nice. about help I've been my car in the Nasho yep. and uh, etc. He's come up with another hilarious Facebook page, parking your Camry after a hard day of being a right lane bandit. <laughs> and, that's, and that's one that we looked at and forgot to actually put in, but thanks so much for the mo- uh, reminder, Taylor. That's gold. Uh, so the positioning for the page is Camry fail, Camry awareness. Okay. So yeah. there we, for YouTube viewers, we'll have a little bit of vision behind us. One is a meme, uh, which is pointing to people being oblivious to their surroundings. Mm. Um, another, the video, um, if people are watching that, Actually, Fairfield City Police Area Command are searching for the driver of the vehicle that's in this oh, video. Oh, jeez. Okay. So okay. it's a good one. Some, it's yeah. a parking fail, but it just happens to be a Camry. It would have ended in a, uh, a bumper dent as well, which was another one, ah, Camry bumper dent. The dents. old Camry dent. Yep. It's a, it's a prevalent thing. So that's, see a lot of those Thank around, you, Taylor. Yeah. And Matt Murdoch. Now, we, another group was AU, like a- AU Falcons Doing Amazing Things yes. or, or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so he says... AU Falcon was not a bad drive in its day. The trick was to not to look and turn back after you park it. Turn back and look at it after you park it. Um, True. Which is good. And Twigda. Twigda thanks us for the merchandise. Oh, thanks. good. So oh, we got, it, it, it he got, his, got his merch. Excellent. So Excellent. 
We got a thumbs up, a smiley face, and the the thank you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a big hands. thing now. I'm, yeah, I'm yet to sort of get on that bandwagon. The emoji yeah. bandwagon. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got to get on that. What's an emoji? Yeah. <laughs> it's not an emoticon. <laughs> now, crafty bandwagon. The crafty bandwagon. Yes. What's yes, what's right. uh, what's on your mind? We want to talk about appropriate equipment of oh, all kinds yes. for off road. Oh, oh, we're diving straight into it. Yeah. Uh, excellent. No, no, good, good. Um, I've. <laughs> <laughs> No good. Carry can on, I, Crafty. Can I Carry walk on. behind the camera and have a look at my notes? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Um, I've I've been doing a lot of driving around, as we do. Uh, I've seen a lot of people with, uh, and I'm a big fan of the aftermarket accessories market. Let's let's get that straight out there. Um, having been involved in it in, in in some manner as a car reviewer for you know more than 20 years, 25 okay. years. Yep. Um, but some people I think overinflate or overestimate their idea of how much they're going to actually go off road. Yeah. And, and to what extent mm-hmm. they're going to uh, pursue that leisure activity because I see some vehicles that are kitted out and they look like they're ready for um, World War Three of, of four-wheel driving. Yes. Uh, but... They've never seen any dirt whatsoever. Now that's fine if you if you buy into the lifestyle and you enjoy that sort of idea that one day you'll get enough time off work. Yes. Like the rest of us, you know, that you'll actually get out and, and, and do the Simpson or or do uh, the Kenning Stock Route or something like that. Cape yes. York. Uh, Stress leaky track. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Hume uh, Highway. One of my favourites. Yeah, yeah the Hume Highway. <laughs> the stress leaky track. track. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other thing is, I've seen the flip side of that coin uh, where I've been out uh, camping with mates or my family or out for work, and you'll see people who have grossly just, underestimated just a bit un- what they're. A bit underdone. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. they've turned up and they you know, um, if you're going to drive at dusk and dawn, you need some sort of frontal protection on a bulba. They've just rocked up with nothing and, and managed to clip a roux and done some serious damage. Front end's messed up, and that's your trip over and I done suppose it's, it's almost a philosophical conversation, isn't it, about what people get out of their four-wheel drive yeah. and their four-wheel driving, such as it is, yeah. um, in that you might just enjoy the acquisition of all this gear yeah. and the kind of aura that goes with it, and it's all about the, the kind of... Um, message you're sending out to the yeah, world. Yeah, you know, for sure. I'm tough, and we're all guilty I'm, I'm of that to some yeah, extent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and the other, and that's absolutely fine. Mm. Um, and I mean, also, you know, frontal protection, we're talking about bull bars, that sort of thing. That is is probably just a generally good idea but, if you I've live in rural New oh, South Wales. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but perhaps oh, not if you sorry. live in a, perhaps not if you live in a, you know, if the majority of your, your life is spent in a suburb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because the impact on a pedestrian, rather than which, perhaps yes, an, an yeah. errant kangaroo, yeah, uh, yeah. could be disastrous. Yeah, absolutely. So um, again, you know, and and it's what we all subscribe to. You you buy to suit your lifestyle. We might like uh, you know a hot hatch, but we got families. Yep. You're not going to bundle them into yeah. that, uh, you know, and be comfortable and safe and and that well, sort of thing. So you buy to suit your lifestyle at the different stages of your life. So you've got to have a think about it and say, well, you know, am I really yes. going to go on the canning stock route? And it goes from the very beginning when you're thinking about what vehicle you might want yeah, and yeah. then what you are going to or not going to equip that vehicle yeah, with yeah, um, absolutely. from the aftermarket. And, and at the same time, we're talking about, you know, people going over the top. But a good point is um, you can have an adventure in anything. Yes. You can have a weekend trip and it be tough enough for your two-wheel drive vehicle or your all-wheel drive vehicle. Maybe you only need a cargo barrier inside in case it gets really bouncy. You don't want stuff hitting the kids in the back of the head. 
Well, um, I mean, by reputation, just getting into the car with yeah, you, crafting yeah, exactly. yeah. is an adventure. <laughs> well, whatever happens next, uh, I've it. got a I've got a grandpa's uh, right foot, old Matty Campbell. <laughs> got the heavy right foot, mate. A little bit, a little bit. Yes. You got to explore the range of the engine crafting. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm but, almost a case study for this. Yeah. This mindset because I own a Jimny. Uh, when it was Rego time, I needed new tyres. I bought all terrains. That was yeah. a month and a half ago. I still haven't driven on dirt. I've owned the car uh, nine months. Mm. Still haven't driven on dirt. Yeah, I've yeah. got a roof rack. Yeah. It's never had anything in it. Yeah, it's got a roof yeah. basket. Yeah, yeah, empty all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sort of the the case study for this. Yeah. I yeah. want that car to look a certain way and to have the potential for adventure. Absolutely. And like I'm going to do a few more things. I'm looking at different front bar, different rear bar, different lights, that sort of stuff. And I want it to be a certain car for me, even though I'm probably never going to go serious off-roading because I don't want to break it. No, I wonder if the variation on that theme is someone comes up to Rego time and they do the tyre swap or whatever, they get some all-train tyres and that's just the button that's pushed and they go, "Eh," and they actually do head off-road and start to kind of go down that path. Yeah, uh, and path the Jimny doesn't need a lot to, well, it doesn't need anything. I mean, as we've shown in our in our driving straight out of the car yard videos, it doesn't need a lot. Uh, but yesterday, I saw you talking about a Jimny. I saw a brand new Jimny. must have only just collected, or, yeah. but it had a roof basket on. Like, it looked really top heavy. I think, yeah. he, I think he went overboard. I think he got a roof basket for a, uh-huh. an Iveco daily. <laughs> 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 like, like, like it seemed really top heavy, yes. um, and he had a lift, um, yeah. and he had uh, sort of very aggressive. I think they're all terrains. It was going past in traffic, so yeah. I didn't quite. But I mean, you know, maybe he's going to maybe it looked brand new because it was, and he's mm. going to take it on some hardcore stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, you buy to suit your lifestyle, and mm-hmm. and you know, fair enough. I mean, you've made some cluey uh, purchases with that, and maybe you'll get a chance. Maybe we'll, you know, cars got if to that, let you have a couple of minutes off work, yeah. and you can actually go for a drive. If that person's so. listening or watching, just get in touch. Let yeah, us know yeah. what all that's about. You yeah. probably noticed that crafty. was one heavy roof basket. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, that was uh, that was a pretty off. heavy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that was fabricated in uh, heavy steel. But also the number RS. of people you see in, like, I live in inner western Sydney, three kilometres from the city. Yeah. I see a lot of SUVs with rooftop tents um, permanently attached yeah. to the car. Big boxy things too, yeah, those... which, which bump up your fuel consumption if you're, you know, if you're just spending it as a daily driver. Yeah, they're heavy. They're not yep. aerodynamic. No, you don't no. need them on all no, the time. And no. the thing is, you can save litres per hundred oh, for sure. by not having all this stuff Absolutely, on your car. Yeah. People probably yeah. don't have anywhere to put them. That's, that's so, a good you know, point. It just lives on the car because yeah. that's the yeah. easiest place to have it. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. And also big gnarly off-road tyres like mud terrains on a vehicle that's spending the lion's share of its time in a city. Mm. And also I've seen them under-inflated. Can't you hear them coming? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and you just all I think is that's going to be costing some fuel. And again, fuel consumption straight Mm. away. And Mm. you whack a, a heavy rooftop tent on top. Um, and you, yeah, you've got a recipe. So for really, the, the the moral of this story is a little bit of forethought yeah. will end up in optimal enjoyment. Yeah. So okay, fair we'll enough. Buy it to suit your lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. And kit it out to suit your lifestyle. Unless the pleasure that you derive from all of that is yeah. the image that you're sending out there. Yeah. But and on the flip side, when you're on that track and you decide to have a crack at that little hill just because you think you can, yeah. and mmm. <laughs> Wish I'd had that um, four-wheel yeah. drive. I wish I had a diff lock here yeah, because yeah, I've, yeah, I've overstepped yeah. the mark. Yeah. So it pays well, preparation. to be... Preparation. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Preparation is a massive thing. Um, if anyone's taking a trip of any length, yeah. just 
making sure you're prepared for that terrain and that destination and that sort of... It doesn't have to be gnarly cape, you're conquering stuff. It can be stuff that suits where you're going. It might so. be It might be the catalyst for a story where we just look at, you know, for this level of driving, this is the kind of vehicle yeah. spec. Yeah, and sort of scale, it, scale it to yeah. suit your adventure. Yeah. We have touched it. on those sort of things in uh, on Cars Guide, so... Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. And we'd love to see anyone's cars and their mods to oh, them. Yeah. Let us know. See it. Send us an email at comments at carsguide.com.au. We'd love to see what you've wasted your, I mean, spent <laughs> your money on, uh, invested in. and uh, That's it. No, I, absolutely, I always yeah. love seeing different, oh, different four-wheel yeah. drive mods. Well, you, know? you know, again, we're all guilty. Like, like I love gear. I love new gear. I love research. You love to see just the way yeah. you dress today. Yeah, you, you love, getting like, on. You like, love uh, the new gear. 70-year-old uh, flannelette shirt that I stole <laughs> off a homeless bloke. But uh, otherwise... <laughs> new gear so you know you know what i mean and you sure. love researching it yeah. and people with vehicles it's a big purchase i mean it's a massive yes. purchase yes um so you want to research it and all the accessories you want to really research those as well and, and, cool. and buy cleverly and uh yeah good get stuck into it good chat terrific thank you crafty now we're going to move on to you matt yes and you've been at a new product launch during the week and yeah. it's a significant one there's been a lot of interest uh, yeah. prior to this car's launch fill us in kia seltos so uh small so what was that name again seltos. Seltos. seltos what does it always make me think of some kind of condiment you know yeah. past past the seltos, <laughs> past the yeah. seltos. like you just want the Sounds salt like a kind of aspirin or something yeah, so, oh, apparently yeah, that's good. Seltos. Apparently, it's Hercules' son. Oh, really? Um, but spelt with a an antacid tablet. Yeah, it I, does, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Spelt with a C traditionally, but they but they've gone with because the... uh, Kia's uh, SUV range all start with S. Yeah, uh, okay. it starts with S. All right. Yeah. Um, I think it's a silly name, but I think it's a really good car. Oh, okay, wow. cool. Um, little uh, compact SUV, so it sits in below the Sportage model, um, but it's one of those SUVs that actually pushes towards outside edges of small it's it's almost a mid-size suv uh in traditional terms although these brackets are constantly moving and we always say people don't think about small suvs or medium suvs anymore they just think i want one that's city friendly or i want one that's got seven seats so this this sort of car it's a city friendly sized suv about the same size as a nissan qashqai or a mitsubishi asx so it's um it's not one of those tiny, tiny little SUVs yeah, that we've yeah. seen, um, but it's uh, petrol only, no diesel, no hybrid, no oh, plug-in yeah. hybrid, oh, yeah. uh, no manual. Um, so you've got the choice of front-wheel drive automatic or all-wheel drive with a dual-clutch automatic. Okay. So um, it's, I mean, that's all the market really wants, uh, and the price tags start at twenty-five nine ninety drive away up to forty-one nine ninety drive away. So fair spread Gee, of yeah. pricing. There is um, at that top end. You know, you can get into some really good mid-sized SUVs for forty-two grand. Yeah. Would, would um, that be an overlap with the start of the Sportage? I, uh, I presume it's actually a lot lower the overlap. So the yeah. it's a it's the base model at twenty-five nine ninety drive away. You can currently get base model Sportages at twenty nine nine ninety drive away. Mm, so mm-hmm. there's quite a bit of overlap, and in terms of size, it's only about fifty uh, five centimeters longer. So yep. 50 yeah, you were mil. saying before, it's, like not, it's, it's only, yeah. not much in it. Yeah. Yes. Um, I hope I've got that figure right, but yeah. it's, there's not much in it. Uh, that indicates to me that the next generation Sportage is going to be a lot bigger. Yeah, uh, is, okay. is it's Hyundai Twin the venue? No, 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 they're so not related at all. It's Hyundai Twin is the Kona, but the Kona is a lot smaller. Smaller, yeah. It's it's right, a, yeah. about fifteen right. centimeters shorter. Okay. So there's there's a it's a weird sort of mix. I think um, 
it sort of feels to me like Kia's got this car because it's the it's the right fit for so many people, but there's still a gap below it. There's still a spot where they could fill it with a venue-sized SUV. Yes. Okay. You know, a 4.1-metre-long rather than a 4.4-ish. Yeah. Um, and those what centimetres... What about a 4.25? Well... Then we'll get nah, to a 4.18. No, that's just ridiculous. There, just... Are, there are those <laughs> gaps. That's the yeah. problem. The gaps. This, this This segment... Um, I mean, those five to ten or yeah. fifteen centimeters can be the difference between it being right for you or not. Yeah. If you're a city dweller yeah. like oh, me, for sure. if yeah. if I'm thinking about a, a small SUV, maybe the Seltos is just a little bit too big because it is more towards the midsize. Um, and I, I mean, it feels substantial on the road. It feels quite good on the road generally. Um, and it's the first time we've seen a uh, CVT automatic transmission from Kia uh, in the entry-level versions with the front wheel drive. Do they do a good one? Because yeah, I how does it go? It's, the, it's the a good one. CVT is good. It's a good one. Um, it's right. got Atkinson cycle, two-litre yeah. engine with yeah. the uh, CVT. Uh, it's got that that thing that all the brands seem to be doing now is putting in those stepped feel yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to the try ratios. Simulator. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, it works, yeah. I mean... From my test drive uh, in Queensland, it felt like it was um, pretty good for the most part. Didn't get to spend as much time around town as I would have liked. Um, but, what about in the car, though? Uh, yeah, yeah, missed out on that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Noosa was great. They, they hope you didn't his whole spend time on the as beach. much time around town. Yeah. Just, just oiling himself so, up on the beach. The, yes. um, yeah, there was that usual. too. Yeah. Um, the, the thing with it, I guess, will be when we get a few more through the garage here, we'll be able to tell you a bit more about how they um, behave in, in an urban environment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, we'll aim to put one in a comparison uh, at some point. Um, and it's one of those... But I, I do think um, small SUVs is such... It's the, one of the busiest parts of the market yeah, at the moment. Sure. Yeah. There's, there's just constant activity there. Yep. And some of the older models out there, like the ASX, which is going to be updated for 2020 very soon, mm. uh, with a facelift again, um, some more tech again, you know, all these changes. Um, and then there's the Qashqai, which has been around for a long time, and yeah. it's, it still sells really well. So I suppose when you're Kia and you're spinning all these plates, you know, you've got a bazillion models and you're trying to keep them all competitive – Ultimately, you've got to put a lot of your focus in one particular area. It sounds like this is their area of focus and they're not alone. Everybody's pumping big investment and research and development dollars into into these cars. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it sort of um, made me think that, you know, Hyundai, the, you know, the sister brand to Kia has has the venue and the Kona, both of which are still both considerably smaller than than this Seltos. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the gap to the Tucson. So there's almost a spot in that range just fell. To, uh, to plug as well. Yeah. It's just crazy that there's so much activity in this small part of the market. I mean, mm. you know, we all realize that they're actually, for the most part, just hatchbacks that are with a, with a boxy <laughs> so body. So I suppose it's, I mean, yeah. you fish where the fish are. Yeah. And if, if yeah. this is the kind of car that people are really tuning into, you just got to take advantage of yeah. that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's uh, I think Kia's done a really good job of, uh, well, for the most part, the specking of the cars. I mean, the someone on the on the YouTube channel commented that you know it used to be that um, no matter which spec of Kia you bought, you got really good equipment levels. That's not the case anymore. Mm. Um, in the entry level model, it feels like you're buying a fleet special car. Okay, yeah. um, and that's not to say that it feels bad. It's just that it 
could feel better. Uh, yeah. there's, there's a few things missing. Um, things like uh, soft elbow pads on the doors. Jeez, that's um, a bugbear of mine, I've got to say. Yeah. Because I, I do tend to be a bit of a, an elbow rester yeah, so on, the, on the driver, driver's side yeah. on the door. And it's immediately apparent if yeah. you're going to be comfortable or not. It, it's a bit of a make or break yeah. uh, for a car. It sounds like such a small thing, but if I'm going to be driving this car regularly, I want to be comfortable driving. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. one of my other pet peeves, um, anyone who's listened to me uh, talk about cars will know that I think that LED headlights and daytime running lights are important. Um, I love the lights, mate. I do love the, the lights. lights. I'm illuminated. Mm. Um, the, the Only the top spec gets LEDs really? in the Seltos range. Right. Um, the rest of them have halogens. Now, and it's that dull yellow from halogen yeah. look yep. that yeah, yeah you know you watch a you watch a movie that's talking about the 1920s mm. and that's the same light <laughs> same use like, I, I think yeah. it, I, I may be wrong but I think it was Jerry McGovern from JLA that said lights and screens are the new chrome yeah mm. you know from a from a design yeah. and styling point of view mm-hmm. what you can do with those lights to jazz up a car and make it, it an arresting look yeah and screens on the inside they, they dazzle you yep that's what it's all about. I will say this though: I'd I'm, I'd prefer all halogen or all LED than yeah, a mix of halogen up, and yeah. LED. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. do you think are car manufacturers are they just trying to push people to the top end, you know, to the top spec end of the range, or are they trying to cover all bases? Or I I think it's a mix. I think um, obviously there's going to be people out there who want. They just want the best one. Yeah. They want the best looking one. Yeah, so you're so going to go straight for the. It's got the top biggest spot. wheels. It's got the best lights. It's got the you know the coolest sort of features. It's got the two tone yeah. roof. Um, none yeah. of the other models get the two tone mm. roof or okay. the sunroof. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that they they're bang on with that. There are people out there who will just go. I just want the best looking one. Yeah. I think it would be rare, crafty, to find a car salesperson that has a customer in the showroom that's saying, "Yeah, I'm loving that top shelf car." And I say, "Well, that's good. I'm glad you yeah, like that." But yeah. we have this yeah. cheaper yeah. one over go here. Go for this real it, cheap one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I that, knew. That I knew as unusual. I was asking that. Yeah. yeah how that naive it sounds. But you know, it can be. They're they're trying to supply the fleet buying market like yeah. they're trying to cover that off yeah and then they're trying to cover maybe the parents who are buying their kids a mid-range sort of thing yeah and then they're covering professionals who live and work in a city and they need yeah. and they want that top spec model like yeah. sure i don't know it's and it is uh it's a busy segment eh? like well you in, see in that a kind ton of, segment, of them around you so. do need a, a price leader yeah. yeah you know cynics would call it a bait and switch yeah. you yeah. know get Get people to come in yeah. on the basis of a certain price point. Yeah. Yep. It's a fairly povo kind of spec, yeah. um, and then the walk up uh, yeah. happens rather rapidly. Yeah. Save your elbows and look at this one over look at here. This one over right? here. Yeah, it's only yeah. bloody fifteen oh, grams or whatever. It's very soft. <laughs> oh, I like this car. Yes. Oh, your elbows oh, love it. My elbows oh. loving it. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, thank you, thank you, Matt. And we're going to be right. seeing uh, chapter and verse on that yep. on the site. Very shortly. It's, it's, it's yeah, already there. It's there. Fantastic. It's there. You can watch the video. Very and, good. Uh, tell us what you think. Now we're going to yeah. make a subtle shift to our garage yep. and what's been residing in it uh, during the week. Crafty Old Faithful. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. your own beastie. <laughs> it is, yeah. Fill us in on recent developments with your Navara. The old Navara. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's still running. Good. It's always good. That's a great sign. Uh, still. <laughs> 
still as gutless as ever. Um, <laughs> now, what about the Navarra? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I went off topic there. Uh, I've, I've been off-road uh, with it uh, quite a bit. Um, now, I don't know whether viewers slash listeners are familiar with I bought it off a mate of mine who's an award-winning photographer, chased around a lot of fires, so it's been touch-parked in the is bush he, quite a lot. Is he still a mate of yours after no, you purchased no, it? No, no, no that's no, it. That was no, the no, no, <laughs> Exactly. <yeah. laughs> no, he still is. Uh, but um, so... So the, the appeal of this thing was that it was already beaten up like an old journeyman boxer. Um, so I haven't You're not going to really, be too worried about no, it. I haven't really looked after it in, a, in an off-road uh, sense. <laughs> I've gone on some pretty gnarly stuff. We've been on uh, some rock steps out my way uh, in the Jimney and the Wrangler. I think the Wrangler Overland, one set of rock steps that we yep, took. Yep, yep. Um, it's been up and down those things. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and it's not a, a heavily modified vehicle. Um, just tyres, really. Uh, just but has it surprised tires. you in terms of its abilities, or, or has it, it been has, a letdown at various times? No, you no, no, it, it has. Would be better, it, or? No, it always surprises me. But it it really comes down to being patient when you're driving. Like a lot of off roading, uh, you know, people with with beards and and sort of you know like to fancy themselves as as off road war- warriors. Yeah. Um, it's uh, really just about driving slowly and taking your time. Sure, yeah. There's no real magic to it. People um, with beards. Yeah, yeah. Well, big, big, <laughs> bush rangers, bush yeah, ranger right, okay. beards. Yeah, yeah. Um, they'd they'd like you to think that it involves a whole bunch of sort of black magic, but it's not. It's really yep. about driving slowly um, and looking after your vehicle. Because right. if you've spent a lot of money on your vehicle, which I haven't, yeah, um, <laughs> you, you don't want you don't want to be doing sort of arbitrary panel damage when you go out on the weekend. And, yeah. And know, um, what year model are we talking, Crafty? Two thousand and nine. So two thousand and nine. Yeah, so it's it's yeah. having its tenth birthday. You had some yeah. small. Celebration, yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah, just like gave it some oil, oil for Matty Cam. Yeah, some, <laughs> uh, some coolant. <laughs> you sure it's 2009? It looked like, looked like a 99 to me. <laughs> oh, it was rough. Oh, Poor oh old thing. booyah! Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, that fits yeah. the bill. If you're not going to be worried about it, that's good. It's it's, it's but, aged uh, disgraceful. It has. Yeah. It has. Good very disgraceful. It. A bit like crafty. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but fair, All right. not even harsh. Yeah, just fair. Even harsh. Yeah. So, <laughs> is there is there anything that you feel needs? You've notwithstanding the fact that you've just said you don't throw a lot at it, but yeah. is there anything that you think in the back of your mind? Oh, it does need that. Yeah, like I'm going to give it a bit of a lift. Um, yep, um, just just a two inch or something like that, just right. to just to get it up a little bit. And how will stay within how will that be achieved what, on the Navara? What's the easiest way to get that lift done? Uh, a pair of stilts off of a street performer. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Do you keep uh, the fake trousers as well? <laughs> that's correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'll. Um, well, I'll see. I'll see if I've got the dosh. I'll see okay. where the cars guide uh, uh, sling me some, oh. some dosh. But, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Elon Musk wants to bring me as a consultant. Speaking of, uh, on your way to speaking the of dreaming, you, yes. you've, um, you've been <laughs> looking at and driving yeah. a car that we mentioned just a couple of minutes ago. Yes. So it's a Hyundai this time. Yes. The, and the smallish one. Yeah, the Hyundai Venue. Oh, the yeah. Venue. Uh, yeah. yeah, so living These that, names. Living These that names. small just, SUV yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. Um, Hashtag. Hashtag I, lifestyle SUV. Yeah. <laughs> I proved that it can be a family SUV. It oh, is really? a very, very small car, but yeah, yeah. my family consists of me, my partner, and our two little dogs. Two dogs. Uh, and that's what some families consist of these days. Exactly. So that's, uh, a lot of families. It fits, fits the bill for that. Um, really Really good little car. I uh, I took it down the coast uh, for a weekend away. Um, we're meeting up with some mates down there and stayed down there. And the dogs dogs were happy. I mean, one of them is prone to car sickness, so we had Ooh. to had to make sure he yeah. didn't uh, leave his brekkie on the 
on the back yeah. seat. But yeah. he didn't? No. Oh, cool. No, he was comfortable. Actually, right. he was actually the happiest I've ever seen him in the back. So he's the canine canary in the coal mine yeah. for motion sickness. Motion Mate, when, sickness. He, when I put him in the gym, he was shaking like a leaf. It Whoa. was it was wow. a worry. Wow. Yeah, so he was intimidated by the sheer machismo yeah. of, the, of the gym. <laughs> the yeah, brute that's force. It, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. brute force. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a venue. Good little thing. Um, you'll see it in a comparison test that we had uh, last week. Uh, it's coming up very soon, that test. And uh, up against the likes of the Mazda CX-3. Yep. And uh, what was the other one that was in there? Some other tiny thing. It was another small yeah. car. We'll no, the- Suzuki Vitara. Oh, very oh good. Yeah, yeah. And so. what, what resides under the bonnet? Uh, An engine. Is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, petrol engine. Petrol uh, engine. Fantastic. Yeah, with a gearbox. With a gearbox as is well. Is it petrol only on those things? Yeah, or? on the oh, venue. Yeah. It is. Okay, um, yeah. Uh, um, it's a 1.6, okay. I think, and uh, yeah. four-cylinder. It's not a lot of power. It's not a lot of torque. Yeah, but enough for that um, thing. Yeah. Do- it Throw does the, the dogs fine. back it's... into the... Off their feet. You know what? One thing I noticed about it, it's got a really touchy throttle, and uh, I think that Hyundais tend to have this touchy throttle thing. Build it into it. It makes you think that it's got more zest than it that's, actually does. That's, uh, it's an Fluid. option. Haven't you seen that the option list? <laughs> touchy throttle. Touchy you just throttle. have to, you just have to tick that. A zesty throttle. No, I think I'll that's, that, you I think that's that. the Kia equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. You go, Hyundai's uh, touchy throttle and yeah. a zesty throttle. Oh, zesty okay. I'm sorry, I got it, got it wrong. I, I'm just curious to know, just just, uh, just onto dogs, um, <laughs> how do you stop them? Do you just crack the windows down, give them a bit of fresh air, or do yeah. you, you know, drive yeah. a little bit less aggressively than you're oh, known look, to? I don't usually drive, drive aggressively. No, no, cracking. I don't. Uh, no, the, um, the He's trick- got little five-point harnesses for the dogs. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they got to properly yeah. strapped yeah. in. Yeah, you've trick- got the proper restraints. And, yeah. Yes. Or you just yes, I do. Sort of cable tie them to no. the seatbelt. <laughs> no, we have uh, little harnesses where you can feed the seatbelt through, through the through loops the, on top of it. Back or, yeah, um, okay, and yeah. so, you know, if you've never seen the crash test, dog dummy video Not uh, I, I suggest you have a look at it on yeah. YouTube because yeah. uh, it gives you an idea of uh, how much damage your dog could sustain how much damage you could sustain as a result of your dog flying through the cabin mm. uh, so we always restrain our dogs in the yeah. back seat yeah. uh, and they yeah. they travel quite well as a result of that um, I make sure that I don't feed them before we go anywhere because we've you had a cruel. breakfast incident before yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, right. and yeah. I also make sure that we stop every hour and a half or two hours yeah. uh, and keep the windows down, up, down, up, get yeah. the air yeah. circulating and Do, do you know current thinking on why dog, dogs enjoy sticking their head out the window so much is not that they're fascinated with everything that's going by, mm. although they might be interested. Mm. It's the smells. It's oh, yeah. like supercharging the yeah. smells that are oh, yeah. going into yeah. their nostrils. Yeah. So dogs with such a sensitive sense of smell, for yeah. them it's like, Oh my God! Wow! What was that? What was that? What was that? Like a mind it's just, rush, this kind of like overload a complete of um, head rush. Yeah. Of smells. Yeah. I'm 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 only asking uh, again for our viewers and listeners because I've got I've got two older dogs, yep. uh, two two sort of uh, medium sized uh, rescue dogs. They generally ride in the, in the tray, but that's yep. only for short distances. Um, but obviously proper restraints and everything. But one time we had one of them in the cabin. And he did yak oh. all over, and it was that nasty. And, and you know me, I don't drive aggressively. I, I drive, I'm yeah. the slowest bloke around, but um, he fully, yeah. and that took me ages to yeah. clean. It. Luckily, it wasn't a press vehicle, so like it was no. one of ours. Was it? Oh, was it all faithful? No, it wasn't the Ute. It was uh, our Yaris. Oh so, dear! Whew, oh my boy! God. Yeah. All right. Everything. Well. I'll just quickly touch on the car that yeah. I've been driving this week. Um, it's a Volvo V90 
uh, cross country. So yes. in other Did markets, you go cross country anywhere? Or? Look, if if we're in a country. I went from A to B, so I suppose I went cross-country. Nice one. And in other markets, there's a normal V90 wagon. This one's lifted, got some little over-fenders, you know, and it's it's got that cross-country Volvo look to it. Looks great. Um, Mm. It's twin-turbo diesel. It's the D5 um, engine that's been around with Volvo for some time. And I've got to say, you certainly know it's there um, from (laughs) start-up. It's apparent. Oh, hello, it's a diesel. Uh, Put it that way. Uh, and it's an eight-speed auto, all-wheel drive, naturally, yeah. with the cross-country thing. But sits on big 19-inch rims, so it looks pretty aggressive and, and macho and what have you. But I think it's beautiful. A subjective call, I think. Wow. Volvo's styling and design at the moment yeah. is in a bit of a, uh, a purple patch. Mm-hmm. Really lovely-looking car. Others others may have a different view. Lots of safety, no surprise, mm-hmm. uh, from, from Volvo. And a lot of thoughtful practicality. I, I love a wagon for a start. But, for example, rather than having a complicated retention system in the back or having to break out the stretchy luggage net, yeah. um, there's just a little flip-up board near the back of the load space with some elasticised bands on it. So if you've got some small packages, you just flip that up, put them in there, put the bands around, and they stay put. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely oh, terrific. Cool. And yeah. little bag hooks everywhere. You're yeah. thinking, whoever thought this through was thinking about how lives fam- a, lives how a real life. In- yeah, yeah live a, lives a real really life. Really good. So yeah. uh, loud little bit bumpy. I found the suspension yeah. was picking up a lot of the smaller leg- uh, irregularities the around small, the yeah, place. Yeah. Um, the seats initially felt like a couple of house bricks had just been put in there. Gee, this is firm. <laughs> Boy, are they comfortable. Yeah. So, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the magic trick sort of, of this. Sort of moulds to you as you spend a bit more time. It feels firm. All I'm saying is it feels firm when you get yeah. in it. But, boy, after a long time behind the wheel, you're still going yeah. super comfy. So, yeah, okay. Um, Eighty-one thousand odd dollars. It's a lot of money. You put it on the road, so yeah, it's a not a dosh, cheap car. Yeah, yeah, a lot of dosh. Yeah, so. and good for, good for stop-start stuff. Like, how did you find the definitely the twin t- yeah. fine? Yeah. I, I mean, it has a really nice, uh, a healthy amount of torque, four hundred and eighty yeah. newton meters. Mm. So power is one hundred and seventy-three. So it's not the most powerful car, but yeah. the torque is there and really usable. So yeah. as an around towner, uh, five seater. Very enjoyable. Very, car very niche, though. It's, it's a shame, isn't it? Because wagons are so niche. I mean, yep. yeah. when you look at, you can get a XC90 for similarish yeah. money, like a seven yeah. seat SUV. Yeah, you can see why people will go, oh well, I'll I get think, that one. I think we were having the conversation. Volvo has such a history with wagons. Yeah, they do them very well, and they probably have a devoted group of people that just want to have a Volvo yeah. wagon as opposed to get an in SUV and out of or one a sedan. Of the, yeah. yeah, get into a new one when it comes out. Yeah. and waits for. Yeah, yeah for I sure. think the loyalty factor serves yeah. the Volvo wagon yeah. well. Yeah, so. but they do do it well. So yeah, that's a, it was an enjoyable week in yeah, that good. car, despite yeah. a few little foibles. Yeah. It was an enjoyable car to drive. Well, and your yarn. On carsguide.com. There will be. Yes, thank you very much for that. I look forward to reading it. Yeah. 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 Now, speaking of foibles, it's time for (laughs) Musquatch. Musquatch. (laughs) All right. Now, first of all, we're going to start off with moon refueling. Okay, so moon, roof, uh, m- refueling, moon yep. refueling. Okay, okay. Gotcha. so according to Science Alert, tip of the hat to them, mm-hmm. SpaceX CEO Elon Musk is well aware of a potentially fatal flaw in the company's plan to use a moon base as a refueling station, but he's still hopeful they'll find the carbon needed to create fuel if they dig deep enough. 
So Elon is basically saying he's going to mine the moon, mine the moon. for carbon, create a refueling station there so that you can then spin off to Mars or wherever mm. you're going. So the benefit being you have a lighter liftoff weight from Earth, mm. so you don't need to carry all the fuel. fuel. You yep. just hop up to the moon, <laughs> then you load up all, with up. all your fuel, mm-hmm. uh, full fuel, fuel. fuel. and um, you've got the next to no um, atmosphere there and right. you just blaze away off to Mars from the moon. So Elon on Twitter said, look, big challenge for Starship refueling on the moon is finding sources of carbon. And this is the person who's trying to take carbon out of the equation, which I found slightly ironic. Mm, Probably some pretty big deposits in craters from meteorites. Um, Same goes for hydrogen and oxygen, also in shadowed craters. So... Probably there's probably some there. Yeah, okay. So it's it sounds a bit hit and miss to me. I'm uh, you know call me easily scared, but I'm a bit worried about someone mining the I know. moon. Like, yeah. The question came just... up: Who owns the moon? Yeah, yeah. How, how, who who yeah. gets the right? I suppose yeah. it's first in best dressed. Yeah. You know, you get there, you start mining the carbon. Imagine it's all if yours. you turn up though, and it's like a servo, like there's some guy in a grotty shirt. Ties are right, mate. John Blue on Check Twitter said, Hot dog. "Even if we quote find." unquote, what is needed. I can't imagine manpower and process to get all done and ready to be used as fuel. It's easy on Earth, but on the moon and other places, Mm. everything simple we take for granted is super hard. Just logistics alone to get this done looks super hard to me. And I can only agree with him. Yeah. Looks impossible to me. Yeah. Look, you dream big. And yeah. then you just backfill and make it happen. Yeah. Shoot um, for the moon and land And in then the drill the hell out of it. This yeah. person's Twitter handle, warning, do not follow, you will be blocked. Uh, <laughs> says, just smash a large tungsten rod from space into a crater in the moon. Yeah. A moon dry volcano explodes up carbon in uh-huh. cubic tons. There you go. No fallout. Wow. And all I could think is, this is why the human race can't have nice things. No. Because yeah. you just... Yeah. We wreck it. We, we wreck things. We wreck it. Man. Don't wreck the so universe. So the, the refueling has yeah. struck a bit of a mm. snag, but we'll see what transpires there. Okay. Also big news, of course, we're waiting on tenterhooks for the pickup, the Tesla pickup. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Teslarati, uh, in fact, Simon Alvarez, uh, writing for Teslarati, has said that the cyberpunk Tesla pickup truck has received its latest render from the electric car community. And those on YouTube will see this render mm. up behind us. Yeah. This time around, the concept might, uh, image might actually be pretty close to the vehicle that is set to be unveiled next month, being November 2019. This is due to the render being based on Elon Musk's comparisons between the Tesla Cybertruck and an armoured personnel carrier, um, as wow. well as early vehicle sketches that were shared almost two years ago. Uh, so it was. we must give a credit to Stephen William Mason. He's the person who has created this render, right. and it will be up behind us. Um, Elon Musk mentioned of the Tesla pickup being large enough to fit people as large as the famous wrestler Andre the Giant. Wow. Uh, also giant. seems plausible with the rendered pickup truck design expected to be unveiled sometime next month, maybe, which is November. So right. we'll see. Because the first one looked like some kind of uh, prehistoric dinosaur. It had this massive kind yeah. of head stegosaurus style thing coming yeah. back off the cabin which was shown when he unveiled the semi-trailer yep. the the, yep. the big truck it's going to be fascinating to see what that thing is also on twitter elon has said anyone who's interested in working on cutting edge manufacturing designing and building the machine that yeah. makes the machine please consider working at tesla or spacex 
we're going to take this to a whole new level. Wow. All right. Okay. So, ex- have you sent your, um, your CV? There were a lot of responses. Yeah. There were a lot of keenness yeah. in response to that mm-hmm. particular message. Mm-hmm. Ex Auto World. Iktidar Ali has said, are you talking about the giant unibody casting machine for the Model Y, Model Y Tesla, which is the next SUV smaller than Model X, I think. Uh, So Tesla has wisely and quietly, this is according to ex-Auto World, made arrangements to shut up all the critics on its production capabilities once and for all. Right. Tesla Inc., this was in July, obtained the patent for a giant machine that will create the entire body frame of a car in a single press. Yes, it is called the multi-directional unibody casting machine. And we'll have some images around Mm. uh, of this machine. And bear in mind that that, um, Elon Elon said, (laughs) anyone who's interested in working on you know, designing and building. So these yeah. patents might be there, but yeah, they ain't they making it happen is a different story. Yeah. That's right. I haven't saw um, yet. So Elon's lost truths commenting back to this whole thing said, after you leave, yes. So anyone who's interested in coming aboard. The share price, we're at $259.75, which is it's actually, up. it was 244 last week. A tickle so up. a roughly $15 rise. And Barron's has come up with a theory that said, you know, Tesla uh, claims it delivered 97,000 vehicles for the quarter ending September, including 79,600 Model 3s, total of 17,400 Model S and X in that third quarter. Wall Street was looking for more. It was looking for a total close to 100,000 cars. So the possibility is there was a market overreaction to that and the stock was sold down Mm -hmm. um, and now it's come back out and it's actually on a bit of a run. So this lift in its share price may be something to watch because people overreacted to the to I'm the gonna, lesser number. I'm going to hold on to my one. You want to hold uh, Tesla or buy, shares. hold or sell? I think I'll hold, mate, for now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, with Matty Campbell's got about four million uh, Tesla. I'm selling. He's, he's also <laughs> I'm crypt- selling. cryptocurrency. He's a lunatic. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's right. Bitcoin, whatever that is. <laughs> okay, with that, we have reached the finish line. Thank you, Crafty. Uh, thank you. And thank you, Matt. Thank you. And thanks, as always, to Mr. Pritchard for his production prowess. To celebrate spring, he's opted for the retro Palm Springs pool party aesthetic. I like that, oh, yeah. 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 I like Suits that. I he's wearing the, that fetching. I love the gold leaf uh, flip-flops there, yeah. Mr. I like, yeah. the, I like the way he's done the sarong in his hair this <laughs> That's time right. around. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Amazing. Incredible. The light catches it from behind quite uh, spectacularly. Please <laughs> pass on the word about the podcast and let us know your thoughts by searching for Cars God on Facebook and Instagram using the hashtag CGPodcast or email us at comments at carsguide.com.au. If you're an iTunes listener, please rate and review us. And remember, you can watch us on YouTube. Until next week. Motorcycle cop pulls alongside a speeding car on the freeway. Glancing into the car, he's astonished to see the elderly woman driver is knitting. Realising she's oblivious to his flashing lights and siren, the policeman moves over to tap on the driver's window and yell, Pull over! No! The woman yells back, It's a scarf! (laughs) (laughs) I knew where it was going as soon as she said pull over. Ah, yeah. uh, nice one. They just keep getting better. Better. They just keep getting better. Big finish. Can't believe it.